What is up, world? We are the three best friends that anybody could have. More importantly, we are the Baguette Boys. My name is Connor. I'm the host. I'm followed along with my two best friends, Richie and Derek. Um, but first off, uh, my name is Connor. Uh, I live and reside in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm really looking forward to uh, my journey towards success, which is what the Baguette Boys is all about, are showing our journey towards success. You know, we're surrounded by successful people all the time. Not so much the influencers in life, but the people that are in a, in a trajectory towards growth every single day. And we want to know what those steps are because sometimes you just see what the success looks like. You don't necessarily see the journey over there. And, you know, I'm not where I want to be in life. I'm not in my definition of success. So this is our journey towards that success mark where we really want to get to. So um, that's who we are. That's who I am. Now I'm passing the mic over to Derek. He's going to intro himself. What's up, everyone? Like Connor said, my name is Derek. I live in Seattle, Washington. And I'm very, very excited to do this journey with my best friends and see what we can accomplish. Like Connor, I am also not exactly where I would like to be in terms of success. Um, I studied computer science in, in college, and I eventually wanted to do web development, and I didn't do that. And now that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm doing a little mini career shift from backend consulting to actual software front-end development and seeing how I can make that happen. Uh, a little bit about me, um, I'm a big nerd, as you can tell by doing software development. Uh, I also watch anime and read manga. I used to play basketball before the, the new world order of coronavirus happened. Um, uh, I like dance music. Um, and also, I'm super into fitness, along with my best friend, Richie and Connor. Um, that's a huge unifying theme for us. So um, I think that if there's anything that we'll tangibly talk about in terms of improving, it might be fitness. But we're trying to do something that can apply to anyone and everyone, anyone and everyone. So excited to do this with my boys and see what happens. Love that. Richie, take it away, man. What's up, guys? My name is Richie. I live in New York, uh, and I work as a project manager. So kind of getting people to uh, work towards a common goal and achieve something big, hopefully. Uh, you know, I'm pretty excited about this journey here um, or this, this, uh, this podcast that we got going on. I think really where we're at is really that journey. Um, and we always talk about like how the journey is so important. The journey is uh, something you should be excited about every day. Um, you know, we, we're all on different paths, but we're all on the same path. We're on this boat together and we're trying to help each other row. I think that's really how I sum this thing up. Stroke, baby. Love that, dude. Oh my God, dude. I think I love you. <laughs> well, that's who we are. We are the Baguette Boys. We are on that path towards success. And Hoping, hoping we can influence as many people as we can along the way. Uh, we want to you know, influence as many people as we can, but ultimately this is our journey, and we're going to show the ups and downs that we had through this podcast. So uh, one segment that we're always going to be starting with is our one-minute week in review. It's going to be about uh, some of the goals that we had set maybe throughout the month, but mostly what we had planned for the week. Did we accomplish it? Did we not accomplish it? You know, some things are, are going to change. That's life. It's unpredictable. But some of the things that we have in store for us is to keep us on track towards that journey of success of whatever we actually see. So um, I'm going to start it off with Derek. I want you to explain to me your one week in review. Ready, set, and go. Cool. All right. So my week, um, I think fitness-wise, my theme has always been I'm pretty on top of it. I have a lot of running goals, and I usually meet them, I think, 
they're easy to, to accomplish because they're kind of mindless for me. Um, the stuff I struggle with is unfortunately my career-oriented goals. So I have, I'm crea currently creating my own portfolio website. I'm making progress, but the goals I'm setting, I'm not meeting. Um, I'm falling consistently behind, which is fine. I mean, I'm still on the, the path to get there, but we'll see how it goes and see if I can kind of reformulate my strategy. But in terms of fitness, I'm on track to finish my 40 miles and I already did my time goal. So that, that stuff's going well. Love that, dude. Short and to the point. Richie, you're up, baby. Let's go. What's up, guys? Uh, I think uh, I had three major goals. Um, the three major goals are... Uh, reading a book this month, meditating 15 times, and running 40 miles. I definitely was. Uh, it was a poor week from my goals perspective, uh, mostly because uh, you know I had a, my brother in town, uh, which kind of shook things up a little bit. But I think ultimately, um, ultimately, it was a really good week. I think it's like a change of pace when you have somebody in town and somebody to spend some time with, especially during this isolation period. So it was a great week overall. But uh, from a goals perspective, I definitely didn't hit the mark. Love it. You know, honesty is the only way for true growth. So uh, love how you have been, you know, family around and, and being with your being with your brother and, and staying around. I definitely need that kind of, you know, refresher that a uh, restamp in a sense. But, you know, my one week in review was, you know, very subpar. I have a lot of things going on in my work life that kind of took over. But one thing that I have been doing is reading a book, too. That's um, a lot of the things that I see successful people do is, you know, the reading. So I'm reading with a purpose. Uh, the book I'm reading, I'm trying to finish in this month. So getting towards that fitness wise, uh, I'm doing stuff for my job. I am a fitness coach and life coach. So I do a lot of things on the side there, but it's not pertained towards my goal, which was running two times a week. So stayed away from that. Um, but you know, there are some negatives in the week, but there are some positives. And I think that's the reason why we set goals is to see what we uh, did and what we didn't do right. So just got to work forward towards next week and uh, starting Monday, starting fresh. Uh, let's, let's make it happen. But those are our one minute week in review, always talking about what we need to accomplish, what we need to work on, um, but also trying to motivate each other towards uh, success in the coming weeks. This coming podcast, we are going to be talking about a little bit of not worrying about who or who doesn't like you. You know, in reality, if you're trying to accomplish something, you can't be focused on what that person thinks because that's going to influence a lot of the decisions, but ultimately your mind is the right path that you need to take, right? It's your goal. It's your life. You need to go in your direction. Yes, listen to other people, but we need to find our own path. So I, I kind of want to take it off into Richie's direction of what this means as don't worry about who or who doesn't like you. What do you, what do you mean or what do you hear when you uh, hear that? So are you asking me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me it's really – uh, an interesting question. I think, you know, when we when we take a look at the, I think with the isolation period that we've had during coronavirus, it's really like made people look at themselves because you're spending time with yourself every single day, and you're not with that social pressure. So that's why like you see people wearing sweats every single day. It's like people are just like, well, I can do whatever I want. I don't need. To, I don't. I don't have to put makeup on. I don't have to look a certain way. I don't have to do these things. I could just be myself. And have to be really, really comfortable with that. I also think it's a really hard thing to do when you're by yourself every single day because you're you're so forced to um, see yourself in a certain way every day. You don't have these pressures to go out and go party or do these things necessarily every day. Um, and so you're spending time on yourself more so than you probably ever did before. Um, 
so yeah, I think really, I think right now, uh, right now is a perfect time for this question, uh, being you, kind of uh, understanding who you are. But I think right now, um, that's kind of what comes to mind. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely see that how the time can really make this a very interesting matter on you know really being comfortable with yourself because we all, all three of us live in major cities right now, you know, New York, Boston, and Seattle, and we've all experienced uh, somewhat of the same social distancing uh close downs that every other major city has had but for instance you know some other people in other cities montana or even different states that aren't seeing such a spike in these numbers aren't finding that true definition of you know being yourself in, in a sense um so derek talk a little bit about what that means to you as well yeah i i mean i think this time has been a challenge for everyone. Um, and I think it's gonna be a challenge going forward for indefinite amount of time. And I think it can be a really good thing for a lot of people. I think this time can can really force people to come into their own. Um, and I think so especially for our generation where before the pandemic, everything is so socially connected. We have social media where it's like information, 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 and now as long as you're not personally affected by the pandemic, and I sincerely hope everyone listening is not, and if you are, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear that. But if you're not, this is the perfect time to kind of take a step back and evaluate what you want to do, right? Those societal pressures and outside voices are eliminated. And if they, they should be eliminated, if they're not eliminated, then uh, you might not be social distancing. I don't know. But since they're eliminated, you can really focus on what you want to do make that happen. I think one of the pitfalls that I've fallen to my life a lot is that I really love hearing advice from other people, but I've taken it too close to heart where I kind of like take what other people say as, as, um, as gospel, as Bible. Is that the saying? I'm not sure, but yeah, when you're you, right. Yeah. When you do that, you obviously kind of lose your own individual flavor on it. And I think that's what the, like the human condition is like, we really wanted to have our own individual presence. So, um, just having to balance that with outside people. And this time is, is perfect for that. And I, that's why I've kind of come to this conclusion to do a career change and focus on this web development. So I'm, I'm trying to make it happen. Obviously, it's hard to, to stay motivated, especially when you're isolated, but it's, it's the time to make it happen. No, I mean, you hit, you hit, it, you hit the nail on the coffin right there um, with explaining how, you know, your goals, where do you want to be right now? What, what goals do you have set in mind for yourself? Because that's really going to influence who you're going to surround yourself with, right? This goes to that question of don't worry about who or who doesn't like you, but in a sense of, you know, who's going to push you in the right direction. Um, so influencing that is super important in going where you're going. And you also said that taking other people's words and trying to balancing that, that is such a crucial thing. And I think a lot of people tend to get over influenced by, um, really close acquaintances and that could really be detrimental if you're not staying true to what you want, what your vision is, what your goal is, because they might influence it, but you don't want it to become their goal that you're trying to accomplish. You always want it to be your goal that you're trying to accomplish. So that's, I think uh, we're hitting a little bit two different topics right now, not worrying about who or who doesn't like you and towards kind of like a mentorship type of thing that we'll talk about in later weeks. But um, yeah, I mean, when is a Richie? I mean, when is a good time for you to say, you know, this is this is me. This is where I'm going right now. I, I don't want to worry about who who doesn't like you. Have you had a goal in your life that you've kind of said that right now? Yeah, I think when I look in the past specifically, um, 
obviously we're not that old, so there's not too many examples we can pull from. Um, particularly, I think like when um, something that comes to mind is really like baseball in college for me. I think, which is like such a big goal for me. Um, and then like getting cut, and then like all right, like come back next year, getting getting cut again, and then like finding a way to just play, which was like go to two different schools at one time, which people are like, this is crazy. Why would you go to two colleges at the same time? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, dude, I, this is something I've wanted to do for so long. It was a goal for my goal for me for my entire childhood, um, high school, everything, right? Like just playing in college and people thought it was crazy. And people were saying all these things and it was crazy. It was nuts that I did that. Um, and it was so hard. But it was something that was so important to me. Um, it was just something that like was very true to me, who I am. Um, Absolutely. Not everybody got it, and that's okay. They don't need to get it because I was true to myself, and I just wanted to do that thing so badly. Couldn't have, couldn't have made that more perfect. It's your life, dude. That's what you want to do. You go and get it. It's like you put yourself in a very hardship. You put yourself through a lot of stress. But that was a goal that you've had since you were a kid that you wanted to do. And to make that happen and to put yourself through what you did, that just goes to show it it shouldn't matter who or who doesn't doesn't like you. You know, this is doesn't matter about what they want. It's just your goal. You gotta have your vision, you go for it. So yeah, hell yeah. I think on the flip side, it's also like that's a primary example, but on the flip side, you have to have people that are on um in your corner and uh helping you when things get tough. Like not every day you're gonna find the motivation to wake up and wanna do this thing. You need to have the right people around you to motivate you to help you get there. I think is the, is the flip side to just being you. It's like they understand it. They understand what your goals are and can help you do it. And that's kind of like the whole entire point of this actually. So I think that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, that's what I'm going for. I get boys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think Richie's story highlights another really important aspect where it's like us, us regular people, the three of us and majority of people listening, right? We're not part of like the 1% or anything, like anything crazy where we're doing things that we want because we all have money. We work because we have to work. And in your free time, you should do what you want to do, right? When Richie's case in college was playing ba- playing baseball, right? Where a lot of people, they kind of get caught up in the crowd and they're not doing themselves. They're, they're trying to put on a front to other people because they want to be seen. But at the end of the day, people go to trade school, go to college, go straight to work after high school, whatever they got to do. So you can do what you want to do. And I think that's people just need to constantly remind themselves of that because I get lost in like, oh, shoot, this new song came out from this DJ and all my friends are talking about it. And I'm I'm getting behind. Um, But at the same time, my example of music, I listen to music because it's the music that I like listening to. And I should just enjoy that aspect of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, you know, it brings it to an interesting point where, you know, we are in our young adult ages, you know, mid twenties. This is why we're looking for that success because this is a, this is an opportunity for our, our brains to grow and our experiences to expand. But when does this thinking actually starts of, of the mindset of, do I need, I need them to like me or, you know, uh, I don't want to be an outcast. I don't want to be an outlier. I don't want somebody to be like that kid is not normal, but they are completely normal. They're just not what our normal is. So Derek, I kind of bring that to you. You know, 
when does this mindset thinking tend to start? When do you think it does? I think it, I, I can't put an age to it, but I think it really starts when you are really comfortable with yourself, but not only just comfortable with yourself, comfortable with yourself, but comfortable with yourself in being alone. And this might sound very depressing to some people, but the, the reality is each of us, every person in the world is fundamentally alone. Even when you're with people, you can, you can feel very alone, right? And when you start to be comfortable with that, that's when you can really take off and, and be yourself and be successful in whatever you do. Because if you are reliant upon other people just to feel content on some level, then you, I, like, you're, you're not going to really achieve any level of success that we, we keep referring to. Um, but it's a hard, it's a t so hard thing to do. I mean, as animals, animals want to roam in packs, right? And it's hard, especially that's why we have the big eye boys for each other, because we need each other to like kind of keep saying so it's a hard thing to balance and but i think just once you become comfortable with yourself and comfortable being alone so some magic can really happen yeah i think that's a huge that's a very powerful thing and it almost brings you back 10 years uh when we're in high school when all we do is think about who who doesn't like you and trying to fit in with the crowd and you kind of look at the people that were already on their path to success you know they weren't influenced by the quote-unquote popular kids or um, you know, the star on the, on, the, on the football team or the soccer team. It didn't really matter what their accolades were because they were so focused on a much bigger goal. And I think that's hard to influence. And I think being comfortable with yourself and being uh, okay with being alone, that's very kind of daunting in a sense, especially for the young people listening to this and not wanting to be alone because being alone is scary. It can be sad. It can be lonely. Um, but that's when you really start to focus on yourself, like Derek said, and, and being true to what your journey could be, what you can do in life. I think that's huge. Yeah, I think that, to add to that also, I think like we feel that societal pressure from an early age. Like I think it's such an elementary school thing. Or mm -hmm. if, yeah, I think it starts there. Um, and maybe you don't, we're not seeing it totally, but like you're supposed to make friends here. And you're supposed to do these things in elementary school, right? But like, um, I think that, and then it grows and it gets a little bit bigger where you start to care more the next in middle school. And you get, you're in, when you even get to high school, that's when like an exact point that we mentioned was like in high school, there's the football players and they're popular kids and these things, right? And like there's these societal pressures for you to want to be liked at an early age. And I think like it grows and grows and grows until you hit the point of, but wait, why do I care? Um, and I think that's like, a, I think to get there is probably the hardest thing. And a total mindset, sh mindset shift that is so hard to come by and find, hard to find. Yeah, it's terribly hard. And I, I like the people who can do it, I just want to give all the props to. Um, the people that can do it at a young age. Yes. yes. That's, that's who you have to applaud. And that's where you see a lot of successful people come from. I mean, all the people that really succeed in their genres. Uh, uh, Martin Garrix is a huge, I, I love that guy. He He's somebody that started at such a young age, but fell in love with the path that he was going. So I didn't mean to interrupt, but I think being influenced at a young age and being okay with what you're doing and not being influenced by others is so, so impactful. Yeah, I and not not to disagree with you super outright, I think anyone that does it at any age is super impressive. But I think when you do it at such a young age, that is like, like remarkable beyond belief. Like the fact mm -hmm. that you're at age, especially when you're going through puberty and all these times when 
like your things are new and you just have such a good confidence in yourself that you can just do that is insane. Um, I don't know with I don't know if it's a quote, but I heard something a long time ago. It's pretty much the idea that leadership is lonely, and I think that is the main point of everything we're saying about this. Because if you, if you real, really realize it, every leader out there, every true leader, they take a lot on their shoulders, and they really don't have anyone to turn, to turn to. And I think that's what I mean. The people who are successful are the ones that can lead other people, and lead, and maybe not just other people, but just be a leader in their field. And leadership is is lonely and I, I can't emphasize that enough you people have advisors but at the same time it, the power is on your shoulders and the the weight of the, those decisions you're making are on your shoulders which is a very tough place to be it's not only lonely but it can be very exciting so there's yeah. those big up and down moments that you have because yes everything rides on your shoulders but if you're somebody that looks at that and says hell yeah i want to be that person i want to have everything on my back and I'm gonna carry us up this hill right now and I'm gonna to get to the top and I'm gonna look down and I'm gonna say, I did this and I brought you guys with me. Needed your help, but this was my journey and everybody took, that's that leadership, that's almost that captainship on the field that um, you know sports entails. But I, I kinda of wanna get into, you know, what if somebody's listening to this be like, how can I even start to get comfortable with myself? So I, I kinda of wanna leave this towards Derek and give us an idea of how can we start to get really comfortable with being okay with, with us? That's that's a huge thing. Yeah, I think that's a that's a phenomenal question. And anyone listening, this is going to be some good stuff from all three of us. I hope. I actually, I not even hope. I know it'll be good stuff. Um, there's an entrepreneurial idea out there. Um, any entrepreneur knows it. Sometimes they don't all agree on it, but I, I kind of like the idea, which is fail fast. Um, and the idea behind it is do as much as you possibly can do any ideas you have go try it go do something and yes you're gonna fail but the thing that everyone is afraid of is failure that like that is i think one of the biggest hindrances of people and i, I it happens with me i mean I, I literally studied computer science in college and i knew i wanted to do web development but i was too afraid to fail at what i wanted to do that i didn't do it and i'm being honest with myself and now i i feel like if i don't do it now it's now or never so fail fast if you want to be comfortable with yourself you need to be comfortable in the lowest of lows and you can't get there being comfortable in those situations unless you experience those lows. Um, so fail fast and do as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, you know, failing is a scary thing and not a lot of people can be comfortable with that. I, I think that's, we're getting into a lot of different topics that we can talk about, but I think that's why sports is so important because it teaches you the aspects of losing and it teaches you the aspects of winning. So that's a different topic, but I do want to hear what Richie has to say uh, about trying to get comfortable with yourself and what are some ways that you have imp implemented into your life or just, you know, things that you've seen other people do from experiences that you've had. Yeah, I think, um, at the beginning of 2020 was starting to get that point of like, I need to figure out who I am um, and like really understand it. And I think like for a long time, you know, for the most part, you know who you are, but you don't really know until you like really start to look at it with 360 view lens uh, and try to look at it like from a third person uh, and have third party conversations with yourself. So I think like when we, uh, when in 2020 for us, you know, when we started doing journaling, I think that was like the real time when I had to like really look at myself, um, which is difficult. And I think it was hard. Um, 
and especially with all that's going on and like the 2020 that we've had with everything it's it's made it that much more important to like try to figure it out so that it continues to propel you forward through all of this um yeah i think i think anybody can do it i think anybody can find their path but i think ultimately like sometimes you just need to be like you need to be honest with yourself and find a way to have conversations with yourself whether that's all different kinds of things it can be yoga, meditation, um, journaling, literally talking to yourself out loud, um, prayers, whatever it is, find a way to do it. Be honest with yourself, um, get to know yourself and be comfortable with the fact that it's not going to be easy. Uh, like Derek said, um, find hobbies and things that you like to do. If you don't like to do it, don't do it. You fail fast. Um, but if you do like to do it, I think that's super important because all of a sudden you could have a new passion or a new thing that you want to spend time on. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's important, you know? Uh, Hell yeah. It's that three, 360 view, third party view of yourself. I, was, I, I, wanna, I wanna emphasize what he did, like everything you just said, like that third party view, self-talk. These are such important things that like, I know in the sports world, it's huge, right? Like. Athletes don't go to these games thinking just like they don't. They have no. It's not like they have no, no thoughts in their head. They're in their head saying like, "I am the baddest mother effer on this court in basketball." Like that's that's their mentality. Even if they're going against LeBron James, who is the undisputed greatest basketball player in the world right now, obviously on the best basketball team right now too. All right. Anyways, He's clearly from LA. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm a Lakers fan. Um, but the point is, like, self-talk is so important, and and I think for in journaling too, just any any layer of like self-awareness. Um, some people they don't want to do that. Therapy is a good thing. I think that's the fundamental basis of therapy is like someone to talk to you about your own life if you can't do it yourself, um, or if it's too daunting to do it by yourself. But just that level of awareness. Um, can I ask? Can I say something here? I think it's also as a man, we're often told not to have feelings. And as a as a woman, when you're growing up, you're supposed to have feelings, and you like you theoretically think that might be the reason why potentially women have diaries when they're growing up, and men don't, is because we're not supposed to have feelings. We're supposed to just internalize it, right? And like, what now? That, like now that we're adult men, and we're like, yeah, we're journaling. We have basically our own <laughs> diaries, and like we're just trying to get so comfortable with those feelings and just like having that conversation with ourselves that it's it's been pretty, it's been nice, it's been nice, I guess. But Absolutely. there's like that social pressure of you shouldn't do it, but actually it's been so beneficial, which is which is really strange. I no, I I mean it's it's completely honest. I mean our closest bonds are with those on the deepest levels you know and and as a as you're growing up you don't realize at least let's let me talk from personal experience as a kid as a young boy you know having a best friend you don't necessarily know that you're talking about the feelings that you're talking about because like richie said you're not really growing up and saying this is this is how you're feeling go write it down you know that's not something that i was taught as a young boy you know is you know you, you might be feeling something but suck it up because you have to have this, you know, presentable attitude, which in some cases, yes, you, you do need to have that sense, but it's okay to feel the feelings you have. But again, getting off topic there a little bit, um, but I do want to recap a little bit about what Richie said when he was talking about 
um, easy ways to kind of get comfortable with yourself. And that's being honest with yourself. I mean, how often do we say we got this to something we have never even done? <laughs> All the time for me. So, but it's so many times because we're not completely honest with ourselves. You know, you don't want to be embarrassed in front of somebody that is like, oh, have you done this? And they're talking very confidently about it. And you go, no, I actually haven't done that. You know, so, yes, a lot of people end up do saying something like that. And, you know, being comfortable with being being comfortable with the uncomfortable. Um, but there are some people that will, you know, bullshit it and hope that their bullshit isn't seen. Um, and, you know, those are the the... I don't want to say unsuccessful people because I don't have enough data to even create a, a good example off of that. But in my own thought process, if you're somebody that is coming to you and is explaining something, you really don't have any idea, like learn from them, ask questions. That's that being honest with yourself and having that self-reflection is so important. Knowing what you're doing, you know, what she said, starting journaling in the beginning of the year has been so impactful on the way he thinks about a lot of things. I couldn't express how meaningful that is as well. You know, journaling and being honest with your own feelings is, is so, so important to your own personal growth because in sense, you're always going to be lying to yourself if you never do any type of self-reflection because you're never going to know what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong. And failing fast, that's, that's a huge component in life. You're never going to learn something if you don't try it. And trying something is not always going to come towards success. You're going to have those failing moments. And that's why failing fast is so, so important. And that kind of goes into mine, which is what everybody's kind of talked about already, but being okay with yourself in a very quiet room. Now, not a lot of people have this because we are creatures of habit and we want to be around people. But this is going to kind of lead into the last segment, which is a challenge towards you guys. And this is all about being quiet in a room for five minutes or more. If you can make it five minutes without thinking a lot of things in a very quiet room with no distractions, just you staring at a wall. You know, there's a there's a lot of psychological tests about people staring into people's eyes. And it's a very uncomfortable thing. But see, being comfortable with the uncomfortable is how we grow. And so if you're sitting in a room and staring at a white wall and not thinking about anything else, you know, that's being comfortable with the uncomfortable. And so that's my challenge kind of going out here as we reflect a little bit about, you know, not worrying about who or who doesn't like you, right? Do you, you got to do you all the time. So going out, my challenge to you guys is to sit quietly for five minutes, close your eyes, put a blindfold on or put yourself in a room with no distractions. All I want you to do is sit in that room and try not to think about anything other than your breathing. Don't let any thoughts come into your head. If it does retract it, get back into your state of mind, which is just breathing. And be silent for five minutes. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to send it to Derek. Any closing thoughts on don't worry about who or who doesn't like you. For me, that's just about do you, baby. Do you, baby. Yeah. I So um, one tangible thing I want to bring up for the fail fast aspect of it, um, for a lot of listeners who are younger than us and in high school that we, we alluded to, social media is obviously a big thing. The failing fast thing, don't think you have to put everything you do in your life on social media. If you're failing fast, obviously, I mean, it's kind of uncomfortable. Do things for yourself. So don't worry about that stuff. I know it's a big thing nowadays, so don't do that. Um, the other thing I want to do, uh, bring up with the whole journaling, talking about yourself. When people challenge your identity, um, I think it's a, it's a very pivotal moment when you talk about someone else and you can have an identity crisis. 
I think the best thing you can do when something someone challenges the identity is to look back at your journal, look back at what you thought, and and really take that new information in and and kind of process it. You know, a lot of people will hear something that's contradictory to their their beliefs and identity, and will immediately outright reject it because it's like if if that's true, then my entire self worth is just crumbles down. And I know a lot of people that that are like that, and it's it's unfortunate. And that's how people grow up and become very like stuck in their ways and like you can't convince them even though something's true so just just take every piece of information and you know just re reassess that's all you have to do so that's my love last it, man love it dude love it richie close us off baby yeah, i think uh one thing that we did when we did do start to do journaling was that uh life, break your life into that pie pie chart and kind of looking at different aspects uh, mm -hmm. of your life and trying to understand what does success mean to you in all these different areas uh, whether that was health, but, you know, physical and emotional, friendship, family, you name it, right? Um, career, whatever it might be. Try to figure out what, understand what success means to you in those areas. And do you, by getting there, being success, like try to get to that success point. Like understanding, you know, that goals are going to change. Um, you might hit a goal and, and you know, you want to go further. Um, but it's not, it shouldn't always be like a tangible number. We're not talking about success doesn't equal money, right? Like, uh, you could have millions and millions of dollars, but you could be extremely unhappy. Um, so, you know, find it, figure out what makes you happy, figure out how to relate that to your, your life, your success pie, uh, so to speak. And, um, you know, just try to every day, just a little bit of trying to get there. And I think, you know, starting to cut out different things that maybe don't help you get there um, and just focus on how, you know, doing you to get there, to get those results and to get success where, where you deem fit. Um, you know, John Wooden said success, uh, success is knowing you did the best of which you are capable. Um, and, mm, uh, I love that. And so, I mean, at the end of the day, that, that means that you're responsible for success and, uh, you get to define what success is nobody else. Um, so figure it out. Help you. Perfect, baby. Perfect. You, you well, baby. Help do not forget to try the challenge out. Sit in a room, dark room, close your eyes, think about your breathing, nothing else. But I'm gonna leave you with a little bit of a question. When are you going to find what makes you happy and put everything into it? When are you really going to do you? Leave you with that question. You think about how you wanna do. You take the steps you need to take towards that success, Mark. I'm Connor with Derek and Richie. We hope that you find success every single day but we are signing out. Bad Gap Boys are out. Peace. Let's do it.